Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What if you could become a better person, not by working harder, but by allowing your inherent goodness to take the lead? And not because you're a bad person, but because there's something inside you that's ready for more. How to Be a Better Person gives you one tiny step a day you can take to be the person you wanna be. My mission, to help you keep growing. Hello, and welcome to How to Be a Better Person. I'm Kate Hanley, your host, and it's been a while since I have talked to you live. You may have noticed I have been rebroadcasting old episodes of this podcast since May. And I want to tell you a little bit about what's been going on. Basically, last spring, I had what I can only describe as a midlife crisis. I had a minor brush with mortality when I had to have an emergency appendectomy. That all turned out fine. But it was still a little scary in the moment. I also got a lot of reminders that life is short. A lot more reminders than I would have liked because friends received major diagnoses or lost a parent or a spouse or even a child. As a 53-year-old, when my friend's 83-year-old father died, I thought 30 more years to live is really not that many years. I mean, not to bring us down, but it felt like if reality were an ocean, the waves kept hitting me in the face. Luckily, around that time, I also took a Reiki level one class and started giving myself regular Reiki. I thought it would make me feel energized, but what it made me realize was that I was tired. I had a workload that I was thankful for on one hand, but that was unsustainable over the long term on the other hand, and something had to give. Also, I had a realization, a thought that once I had it, I couldn't shake. And that realization was, I didn't want to tell people what to do anymore. For someone who has been writing self-help content of one form or another, magazine articles, blog posts, books, podcast episodes for 20 years now, it was an inconvenient and confusing realization. To be clear, I am still and will always be a fan of self-help. I mean, I think we all need help from a variety of places, including ourselves. Books, articles, podcasts, documentaries can be so enlightening. They can help us feel seen, help us know what to try next. There's no shame in self-help. It's just that offering prescriptions isn't an energetic stance that feels good to me and my personal work and life anymore. Maybe it's just for this moment. Maybe it's for longer. I don't know. I'm still helping doctors and experts write their prescriptive books in my work as a ghostwriter, and I love doing that. It's just, if it's me talking to you, well, I want to be talking with you, not at you. Making new How to Be a Better Person podcast episodes was the one thing I could stop doing without a lot of fallout. So I chose to re-air old episodes while I figured out what to do next. Honestly, I considered walking away from podcasting altogether. I don't know if you've noticed, but the podcast industry is going through a contraction. 
In the past week, two of my very favorite shows, big shows with a staff and a budget, have shut down. Death, Sex, and Money is no longer with WNYC, and Heavyweight is no longer with Spotify and are no longer producing new episodes. Both shows say they're exploring new ways to come back, and I hope that they do. But I ultimately realized I didn't want to walk away from this community that we've built together that just felt wrong. So then the question was how to keep podcasting while making it less work and without telling people what to do. I had to really sit and think about what I care about, what gives me energy, and what I'm drawn to. And I realized that I wanted to shift away from the prescriptive and toward the inquisitive. Basically, I didn't want to answer questions. I wanted to ask them. I set out to create the kind of podcast I turn to when I'm feeling adrift. And those are interviews, but not just any interviews, interviews that ask probing questions that invite unvarnished responses. Not gotcha kind of questions, but what's that like for you kind of questions. When I need a pick me up, or a respite, or a kick in the pants, I pick up my phone and I open up a show like Fresh Air in my podcast app and I scroll right past the politicians and economists and reporters. No offense to politicians and economists and reporters. Everyone's work is important. But in these moments, I head straight for the writers, poets, musicians, and directors. I want to hear creative people telling honest stories about their struggles, their fears, their triumphs, the things they felt when things didn't work out, and what they did to move through those struggles. Listening to people who are strangers to me open up about their thought processes and emotional journeys, I feel possibilities open up in my mind. That's why this is the very last episode of How to Be a Better Person. I've finally gotten clear on the fact that I'm bringing this podcast to a close, and I'm starting a new podcast called Finding the Through Line conversations about the creative process. I'll cover what in the heck I mean by through line in just a minute, but first I want to give a little eulogy for how to be a better person. First and foremost, I want to thank you for being a listener of how to be a better person. It has been such an honor and a privilege to connect with you here in this space. I am so proud of this podcast. It has lived through four years Four tumultuous years, we went through the pandemic together. How to Be a Better Person has over 1,000 episodes and over a million downloads. It's grown well beyond what I could have imagined when I first started out. Then I just wanted to make a year's worth of episodes. But after that first year, I was in a groove and people were listening and I didn't want it to end. I started How to Be a Better Person as a way to help folks who wanted to keep growing. I decided to start a podcast based on my book, How to Be a Better Person, which was inspired by a Marist University poll that came out in December 2016. And in that poll, they found that for the first time ever, Be a Better Person was the number one New Year's resolution. Not lose weight, not quit smoking, not get out of debt, not fix yourself. And I found that really hopeful. December 2016 was right after a presidential election. Our country felt super divided. And hearing that poll made me feel like there were still good things happening and I wanted to be part of it. 
I pretty naively decided to launch with seven episodes a week. That did not last long. (laughs) I quickly went down to five weekly episodes and kept that up for three years until I downshifted into three weekly episodes about a year ago. I can't lie. Producing How to Be a Better Person was a ton of work, but it was a labor of love. I wanted to share what I was learning in my work as a ghostwriter on books about a wide range of topics, from activism and aging to dementia and menopause and getting off sugar. And it was important to me personally to have an outlet for writing in my own voice and to give my book, How to Be a Better Person, more exposure and get that message out to more people. Doing the podcast got me to write a lot and write fast without a lot of hemming and hawing. Nothing like a regular deadline to get your button gear. It also helped me embrace the idea that done is good and not be too fussy about making things perfect. I've been humbled to hear from college professors who've told me they've used my episodes on anti-racism in their classes, or to be consistently named one of Good Pod's top 30 self-help and indie podcasts, and to see posts from people all over the world on Instagram reading How to Be a Better Person, the book. It's not often easy to be a person in this world who gives a crap about being a better human, and it gives me so much hope to know how many of you care. In addition to feeling proud, I'm also feeling nervous and a little sad, as well as excited and ready to find out where the through line is leading me and all of us next. Because really, this is all any of us can do. We can do what's calling to us until that call shifts. I like to say that when your inner critic is piping up and you're feeling a little or a lot churned up, it means you're on to something good. Which tells me that finding the through line has a ton of potential, since I'm also having some serious moments of good old-fashioned, what the heck am I doing? (laughs) Okay, so what is a through line and why would you want to find it? That's what I'm talking about next. Okay, so what the heck is a through line? Well, here's the official definition. A through line is the consistent theme that runs from the beginning of a story to the end. So through line is a term that refers to an aspect of the craft of writing, which means it's got a touch of the fancy pants. But through line is also a concept that applies equally to art and life. In your creative work, whatever that may be, Maybe you are a writer as well. Maybe you write songs. Maybe you knit. Maybe you paint. Maybe you parent. Maybe it's just the way you live your life. The through line is what gives your piece meaning. In life, the through line is what connects you to the past, grounds you in the moment, and helps you find your way to the future that's waiting for you. I think of the through line like a piece of rope that lies at the bottom of the seafloor. It extends back to the shore where you came from, and even though you can't see where it leads, it is attached somewhere along the horizon. And right here, wherever you are, it keeps you from drifting away. Your through line may be slimy with seaweed, crusted over with barnacles, but it is there, as thick as your forearm, yet still small enough to grasp. Sometimes you may be swimming alongside your through line, cruising, and sometimes you may be using it to pull yourself hand over hand to the next sandbar. They say that if you want to reach new lands, you've got to be willing to lose sight of the shore, and I agree, but it sure helps keep that land hunger at bay to know that your through line is there with you. 
The tricky thing about a through line is that it's often hiding in plain sight. Maybe it's gotten buried in the sand or carried off into murky waters by the current. It can take some doing to find it. And that's what the questions I ask on finding the through line help my guests do and what hearing their answers help you do too. Finding the through line is a place where guests and listeners can be honest about our doubts and how we keep ourselves inspired and give ourselves some space to entertain where our through line might be leading us next. So far, I've interviewed screenwriters, essayists, memoirists, and authors, and I've got to say, each one of the interviews I've done so far has been fun, eye-opening, and affirming. Having done eight of them by now, I can tell you that cumulatively, they are really filling my well and getting the ideas flowing in exciting and great-feeling ways. If you love hearing smart, interesting people answer mildly invasive questions, you are going to love finding the through line. We really break it down. And now for a few specifics. Finding the through line is launching Monday, January 15th. It's going to drop right in this same feed. You can even listen to the trailer now. Scroll down in your podcast app until you see the word trailer. And there it is. So stay subscribed. Or if you haven't subscribed yet, now is a great time to do so so you don't miss an episode. I'll interview one guest per week, with each interview divided up into three shorter episodes. I figure I've spent the last four years getting you used to short episodes. I want to keep them bite-sized for you, even though I'm shifting gears. I'm asking every guest the same basic questions, and those questions are divided up into three themes. Practical matters, inner stuff, and what's coming up next. Plus, I always end each interview asking people my fast five questions to find out things like what book or show they recently stayed up too late consuming and what exactly is in their morning beverage of choice. Some people are really zhuzhing up their morning cup in creative and delicious sounding ways, and you want to hear what they have to say. I'm also launching a substack called Finding the Through Line, where I will post detailed show notes complete with links of everything my guests and I talk about for free. So right now, press pause, I'll wait, and go to cadehanley.substack.com and subscribe to my newsletter. And while you're there, if you choose to become a paid subscriber, you'll get access to an ad-free version of the podcast that comes in one longer, uninterrupted episode. Plus, when you become a paid subscriber, you gain access to a live monthly Finding the Throughline writing salon. In these monthly Zooms, I'll share a writing prompt to help you get your thoughts out of your head and onto paper so that you can read and share, if you like, what you really think about something that relates to your personal throughline, or if you're working on a piece of fiction, the throughline of your character. These salons help you get some creative work done in community and also gives us a chance to be together in real time and get to know each other as we also make sense of this thing called life. If you can't make the live time, just know that you'll have access to the recording so you can follow along in your own time. For creators, Substack is a diverse and welcoming world that creates an opportunity to skip the sponsors and get paid for our work directly by the people who interact with our work. It cuts out gatekeepers and eliminates the need for advertisers since you get to keep 90% of every paid subscription. Don't get me wrong, I am so thankful for every sponsor of How to Be a Better Person and of the free version of Finding the Through Line. 
But I also believe that art matters and artists should be compensated directly for their work. And Substack makes that a lot easier to do. For readers and listeners, since Substack also hosts podcasts, Substack is a really cool place to discover great content from a wide range of people. Plus, it provides community. You can comment on posts, participate in threads if you like, and get recommendations of new Substacks to check out. It's like a private social media platform where you interact directly with the content creators that you choose. There's no algorithms and no ads for stuff you don't need. Being there feels like the very best parts of early blogging and social media, and I'm pumped to introduce you to some of my favorite substackers, including Sari Botten, who publishes the Oldster Substack, and who is my very first guest on Finding the Throughline. So again, thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to How to Be a Better Person. And get pumped for Finding the Throughline. Don't forget, you can get a little sneak peek right now by listening to the trailer, which you'll find right here on the How to Be a Better Person page in your podcast app, and I'll link to it in the show notes. I'll be back next week in a whole new format. Let's see where the through line takes us from here. How to Be a Better Person's theme song, Left for Deadish, is by Junior85. The episodes are mixed by Sound Advice Strategies. If you liked what you heard in this episode, share it with someone you think would like it too. Your voice matters. Also, How to Be a Better Person has an official newsletter that sends the past five episodes and a well-chosen meme to your inbox every weekend. Sign up at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com and click on Get Podcast News. I also love to hear from listeners. I mean, I love it. Send me an email by clicking on the Contact Kate button at BeABetterPersonPodcast.com or you can tweet me at Kate W. Hanley, don't forget the W, or find me on Instagram at Kate Hanley Author. I look forward to connecting with you.